As you're working on your business and you're working on growing it, I cannot understate the fact that it is so important for you to surround yourself with positivity, surround yourself with people who are going to support you no matter what. And that is a perfect segue into my next guest. Her name is Desiree Bagnell, and she is the owner of The Grateful Gourmet. And her motto is peace, love, and good food. I'm talking to Desiree all about how to create that super loyal fan base and that sense of community that's so important anytime you kick off your business. We're going to be talking about generating organic referrals from that community and why it's also really important to keep an open mind when you're collaborating with your potential quote unquote competitors. You're listening to the Side Gig Central podcast, where we truly believe that your side gig has the power to change your life. My name is Elena Ciccatelli, and I'm a small business owner and side gig hustler just like you. I'm so excited to help you redefine what success looks like in today's gig economy. Listen in on honest conversations that I have with the experts and from hardworking side gig entrepreneurs just like you who are killing it with their side hustle. Learn the best strategies, tips, and tricks that have helped others pave their own way and craft their dream side gig. So if you're ready to get started, up your game and do the work, you're definitely in the right place. Let's get started. Desiree's on the show this morning. How are you doing, Desiree? Good to see you. Good morning. It's good to see you. I am excited to have you on the show because I've been following your business journey for quite some time now, and I'm so excited to share your story with the listeners. It's so badass, and I'm just a huge fan of Desiree. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience, let them know who you are, who you help, what you do, and how you've grown your business. Okay. So my name is Desiree Bagnell. Uh, I live in Haddon Township, New Jersey. Been here in New Jersey for about 20 years now, and um, I have a food truck and catering business. So I have been doing catering for probably about, I'd say at least 20 years. And honestly, it was my side hustle. So that's kind of how everything started. Um, I used to host dinner parties and cook for people and just do care packages and things. And then people would say, you know, you can get paid to do that. And I thought, okay, that's really great. So um, with having a job and being in sales and recruiting for so many years, I traveled and it was always um, a really great stress reliever to me. It was something that I could do. I could come home and I was making a home cooked meal or I was cooking for somebody else. And it was just, I found it a point of joy. So it was like a really great stress reliever, but I was also able to make money from it. So that was awesome. And then uh, fast forward until the, you know, we hit the pandemic and I was working for a, um, through a contract uh, locally through a local hospital and I was doing recruiting and healthcare recruiting. And I uh, found out that our contract was ended because of the pandemic. So what they were doing was kind of downsizing and um, I had decided not to take the contract earlier. I just wanted to see where things were going to go with that particular position. So um, in my wildest dreams, I did not think to that I would leave my full-time position to just start my dream. I thought that I would kind of slowly ramp up 
and take my passion and say, you know what, one day when I have enough money saved or one day when I'm really secure enough, I'll maybe I'll make the leap then. So um, I had my food truck being built and it was um, just kind of on the slow. It was something I was going to just keep doing part-time. And then with being laid off, I gave myself um, a little time to kind of grieve and, um, you know, process what had happened because I think it was very shocking, of course. And I decided that it's now or never. This is the time that the universe has just kind of put you into this place and it's your time to shine. Like, you know, if you don't do this now, when are you going to do it? So what I did, um, excuse me, what I decided to do was start offering um, delivery meals to people that were contactless. So I would put up a menu every week and people would order from me. I would prep the food. I would deliver it to their doorstep. They would Venmo me or leave cash or check out on their doorstep. And my following kind of started that way. And while that was going on, I had my food truck guy that was building it. I said, you know, we need to put a rush on this. How soon can we have this done? And so he said, probably maybe September, we can have it finished. So I went through the summer doing, you know, doing my delivery food. And then um, by September, I was working on all of the things that you need to do to actually get your food truck on the road. So uh, we were operational uh, in the beginning of October uh, last year was the first gig that we had. And so that's kind of how it all in a, in a quick, <laughs> quick format. Yeah. Again, I love, love, love how you just, you built this thing up. And also too, would you say that your business model has changed a little bit too, based on the demand from customers? Like talk about how that evolved for you. So 100%. So, you know, I think you're, when you're servicing people that are, I, I mean, by no stretch did I ever want to become somebody that was doing weekly meal deliveries. It wasn't, that wasn't in my wheelhouse. It wasn't something that I had planned on doing. It was just a matter. It was a vehicle for me to get to the next level. So I think that with anything you have to, you know, when you're going through changes like that, it's like, okay, this is the necessity that I find right now that I have to do. And then once the truck was ready, I had to sit down and say, okay, how is this going to operate? What is this going to look like? So I would kind of, you know, I was, I was working on that as I was going through the weekly food deliveries and the menus. So, I mean, in one way it's changed because um, when things are slow, I do revert back to that model. So in the winter time, when we can't take the food truck out and we, last year we couldn't do, you know, there was no gathering, there were no events or anything. I was able to go back to, hey, customers, I'm going to be offering food over the next couple months. So you really, I had to be fluid in that taking a look at it and saying, how is this best going to serve me? Number one for income, but you know, how am I able to get more people on board to, to follow me to think about eventually when things open up to book me for an event? So it was kind of, yeah, I had to stop and think about how, how this was going to, to make it work for me. But yes, you have to be flexible and fluid sometimes with 
your business plan. You have to, it, things change and you, and you have to work with that. <laughs> exactly. And I love how you were just so nimble with it because you are doing it in a smart way because it comes down to serving customers, right? And your, and your ability to serve customers may have been a little bit different uh, from season to season. So talk about community. You have an amazing like online community. Talk about how you built this up. So, I mean, I think that anybody that starts a business, um, it starts out with who are the people that are supporting you that are around you. You, um, I think most importantly, you have to surround yourself with positive people, people that are going to support you, people that are going to refer you, and people that are actually going to, I mean, if they're going to order out from a restaurant, they're going to order from me and support my business. So that was the first thing. It's like, you really do go to your friends and your family first. Um, and they did. And my friends have been so supportive. I mean, a lot of them live very far away and they were so generous as to, you know, put together a gift card and, um, you know, to help me buy equipment that I needed for, you know, food prep stuff, like just things like that. It's just su surround yourself with your friends and your family and the people that are going to support you at first. And I, you know, people think, oh, it's awkward to ask somebody for something, but why, if they're going to go out and spend the money and they've eaten your food before and they know it's great, why would they not give you the money instead of give it to somebody else, you know, a chain restaurant or something? There's nothing wrong with that. It's just, it's, the first place that you really do start. So my friends were ordering from me and then it, it just kind of, they referred me out to other people. And I really had the opportunity to meet some super fantastic people that I would have never met, that I would have never gotten to know. Um, just dropping food off and standing 10 feet away from them and having conversations, but they've referred me to, you know, 10 other people and they've started to be clients or they've booked parties. So yeah, I mean, that's where you start. You start with your own community. And then the um, little town that I live in, Haddon Township, we live in the extension of the uh, township. And we have a little community center that's at the end of our street, that's a train station. And in normal times, they're able to rent that out and people have parties there and people kind of bring food. They have barbecues and they do birthday parties and and other events there. But with COVID restrictions, we've been able to be a part of our own immediate neighborhood and community and provide them with a really fun service. Um, we do beer and bocce nights. So we are there and we provide food and we donate back to our community and our own neighborhood. So they're able to have some of the proceeds to kind of help them do events for other people. Um, and we participate, obviously, in other local things. Um, we just did summer solstice in Haddon Township, so that was really great. And we've got a couple of other celebrations that are coming up um, locally that we'll be a part of to kind of be part of our immediate community as well. I love the fact that your marketing has so much to do with offline outreach. And I want to just underscore this, too, because... There is so much power in getting out in the community and and serving. And also, I, I, I always am talking about collaboration. So talk to me a little bit more about, like, you had mentioned people you would have never met through collaboration. Like, how, 
how can another business owner who is like, ah, I don't really like doing offline things. I'm like pretty much online doing my thing. Like, what would well, you say to them? I mean, it's, it takes a village, right? And I mean, again, with positivity and with, I think that you will find that most people, and I will say most, um, are eager to share their story. So if somebody's successful, they want to tell you about their success. They want to tell you about how they got to that place. If you, you know, if, if somebody compliments me on my outfit or my earrings and, and they say, oh, that's really great. I love what you're wearing. I say, oh my God, I got it on sale for whatever. You want it, you're eager to share that information. So I think that people that are successful and are truly comfortable in that want to share that success. So with that being said, I reached out to um, another local food truck that I know here in the community. Um, when I was going through um, a health uh, situation that I had, they were down at the end of the street. We were supporting them. And we simply said, hey, uh, we're, we're, we bought some food from them. We said, we're working on a food truck as well. And they were like, anytime you need any information, give me a call. So it was simply putting it out there into the universe to say, hey, you know what? I'm new to the community in this sense. I've lived here for 20 years. Um, I know you guys have a, a successful business model. How did, how did you do it? How did it work for you? And the cool thing is, is that, you know, look, we don't offer the same thing. We offer a similar service, but what we serve is completely different. And there's room for everybody to be successful. So I think you have to just open yourself up to say, um, to ask the questions. And, you know, if somebody shuts you off or isn't open to that, move on to the next person. I mean, don't let it get you down. You can't. Um, I get calls from people that want us to be involved in several things in the community. And it's a great way, you know, they've found me through a referral or, you know, sometimes I'm the one reaching out and looking into things. So you have to put yourself out there to, to get that community support, but don't be afraid to ask the questions on how is it done because people want to share their success stories. That's it. I mean, it's yeah. so true. I love that story so much because that can also be translated into, uh, you know, someone who is working in their business as quote unquote, a newbie and is a little bit afraid to reach out to me for mentorship or afraid to work, uh, reach out to somebody who's technically in the same industry or the same niche. And they're like, oh, well, because we all kind of have almost that like competition mindset. But I love your approach because it's like, yeah, there is room for everybody and everybody's service is a little bit different. Like I'm coming to you, Desiree, because I want some grateful gourmet and I want that delicious macaroni and cheese. I, what was on your feed the other? I was like, macaroni and cheese. <laughs> I love, oh my gosh. That was, but yeah. So to your point about collaboration, I love that. I think that's something just as business owners, we can all take that to heart. Now, question I want to ask you about in terms of lessons learned. Okay. What are some things that you learned through this process? We were like, wow, I was not expecting that at all. I think I was not expecting <laughs> permits, um, you know, how much stuff there is on the back end to starting a business. I think how many things that you need, there's, there's more than just your, whatever the services that you're offering 
there's a lot more. There's there's more layers to that. So, you know, it requires fire permits and, you know, business licenses and I needed to get an accountant and, you know, there's just so many things that I had no idea. So lessons learned, you know, do your research. If you're thinking about something and you have a talent, great. You have this amazing thing that you can offer, but it takes a little research to find out what else comes into play to support that. What are the, you know, supporting characters in that, um, in that you have to, there's just a lot more to it than you think. So I think that that was hindsight. I would have done a lot more research and probably been prepared. So I feel like sometimes I'm going backwards. I feel like I'm yes. Okay. We're I'm ramping up, but on the back end, I, you know, I needed a, um, I needed a POS system, um, website, like there was all these other things that need to happen. And you're like, oh, I guess I need to have that too. But it's, it comes in time and it's coming together and it'll, it, it's going to change a million times before it's the, it'll never be final. Let's put it that way. We're always a work in progress, but um, yeah, had I, had I known that up front, I would have probably done some things a little differently, but that's okay. But it's all good. You're growing yes. and you're 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 making money and you're growing. Yes. Hello. I mean, yeah. and, and I cannot I cannot overstate that enough. You know what I mean? I think as we are growing our business and we are really going through growing pains, it's like Yes, but there's this thing called Google and there's other like really amazing people out there to help you out. So just like I think for me one of my biggest lessons is like don't be afraid to reach out for help. Like I am a huge, huge fan of just being like, you know what? You're maybe 10, 15 steps ahead of me. Like, let's talk. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. And I have definitely done that. And with no, you know, with no shame, I was like, you know, and we, and I've got involved with some of the people that are local um, through donating time or food and, you know, through charity work has been a big help to um, connect me with people that know what they're doing. And then, yeah, I mean, think about all the people that you know in your network. Never be afraid to say, you know, I know an accountant. I know oh, somebody that services web and marketing. I mean, this is, you know, people in your own wheelhouse, like in your own circle that are going to be able to help you and give you advice um, even if it's free advice at first, and then you find a way as you're growing to compensate them. I mean, I think it's, you know, yeah, I think that's a, a huge lesson learned. Just don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Absolutely. Yes, for sure. For sure. Well, Desiree, I could talk about this for another like half hour, but I want to make sure that everybody knows, especially locally in the South Jersey area, where they can find you. So where can they uh, find your food truck and where can they find you online? So you can find me online um, on Instagram. I am at grateful Des. on Facebook. I am the grateful gourmet. And then my website is I am the grateful And through that, you would be able to find where I'm going to be. I try to keep my calendar updated. It's on my list of things to do today to update. Um, You can get information. um, If you reach out to me, usually within 24 to 48 hours, I get back to people, um, send them information on how you can book us at a party or um, a catering event. 
And we certainly uh, serve locally at some wineries, breweries, and some other events that we have locally. We try to participate in community events as well. So yeah, absolutely. We're out there and we're trying to spread the word of just, you know, peace, love, and good food. That's our motto. Yes, I love it. And guys, you have to go and check out Desiree's awesome branding. It's got like this like Grateful Dead vibe. And also too, I want to just compliment you really quickly on the names of your food items <laughs> are always so clever. Like I can't think of one off the top of my head, but what's like a fun like menu item that you have? Um, let's see. Oh, hell in a bucket hot chicken sandwich. I'm a Grateful Dead fan, obviously. That's kind of where all this incantation comes from. It's um, I'm a Dead fan, and I'm a fan of music. So um, I try to come up with names of songs or other music and things that might be of that kind of peace and love vibe. So like my mac and cheese is Celestial 7 mac and cheese, or uh, my Hell in a Bucket hot chicken, or Bertha's Burger. The, I named my truck Bertha, and that's also a Grateful Dead song. Um, we, uh, after the passing of Eddie Van Halen, uh, there's a Van Halen song called Little Dreamer, and I named a grilled cheese after that in honor of that. It's, you know, something fun. But yeah, I try to kind of come up with stuff that's, you know, fun and you know lighthearted and just kind of reflects our you know my personality and um definitely the fun in the food and that's that's why we do it i do it because i love it it doesn't feel like work yes it's hard but um, when you come home at the end of the day and you smell like grease and bacon or whatever else you know you say you had a good day because you get good feedback and people are having fun and they're enjoying themselves so that's everything that i could ask for i mean it's amazing Absolutely. And there's nowhere else where I'm going to go for a little dreamer grilled cheese. Like you just put yourself in a category of one. So there you go. That's it. <laughs> Perfect. Desiree, thank you so much for coming on today. I'm so pumped to share this episode with everybody. And awesome. P.S. everybody in South Jersey, go order from Desiree immediately. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening to the Side Gig Central podcast. You can dive into the show notes for this episode and for all past episodes at SideGeekCentral.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. And while you're at it, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll talk to you very soon. And by the way, keep up that side hustle because it looks good on you.